Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our to Gurkham virtual conference. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I would like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide to please do me a favor. Hit that like button and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube page. It's free. Help make this video podcast go viral by posting this link to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and or on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for me to reach our audience. On my YouTube page, you can watch my latest video podcast. I provide direct links on our virtual store, my Amazon author page, our PayPal page, my Medium page, and our GoFundMe page under the About section. We look forward to having you on board with us as we embark upon this exciting project. Before I go into my presentation, I want those of you who are new to my video podcast or new to my Facebook page to know a little bit about me and my vision and my plan for Black America and Africa. For starters, I am a professional blogger, an online talk show host, an upcoming social entrepreneur, a filmmaker in progress, and a new urban author of the book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, second edition, which is available on Amazon. After 15 years of being overlooked and rejected by established black organizations in Chicago, even the black church, I decided to write and publish my experience. In 2010, I wrote and published my first book, I paid $3,000 for publishing and editing, but the company only published my book without editing it. I was working on a shoestring budget, so I was unable to take legal action. I decided to revise my book with the help of Sister Renee. My revised book is an autobiography about my experience growing up in the inner cities of Chicago. It's also about our past and future as black Americans or descendants of American slaves. In my book, I provide a 21st century plan on how my Christian business, Rakai of Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, will help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, spiritual development, and hosting African tours. I wrote my book for three reasons. One reason is to raise awareness about the genocide which is taking place within our inner cities in America, starting in Chicago. Secondly, I wrote my book to promote my virtual Christian socialist organization, the Grassroots Community Activist Movement. I created Gurkham on November 10, 1991 on a site called Gopher. I wanted to connect with other like-minded black people, African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Brazilians, and continental Africans who are serious about solving black issues in America, throughout the, throughout the diaspora, and on the African continent. 
The camp is an end-time spiritual warfare organization to help solve our social issues in the 21st century for the mobile generation. The camp is about promoting black economic empowerment and kingdom building through global black unity. For me, Christian socialism is an authentic form of Christianity. A Christian socialist is a form of socialism based on the teaching of Jesus. We believe that capitalism is adulterous and rooted in greed, social inequality, and institutionalized racism, which most Christian denominations consider a moral sin. We will focus on what we stand for, love, compassion, social justice, and liberation theology. Jesus told us to focus on the least of these in society, according to Matthew chapter 25, verse 35 through 40. He also command, commanded us to be a witness to, to others, not just for us to read his word, but to activate social change in the world. According to Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 through 20, we will be committed to the healing ministry of Jesus by showing compassion to inner city youth and their families, which will promote dignity to the people and community we will serve. We will emphasize the importance of morals and character development for both Christians and non-Christians. We embrace the social gospel and black liberation theology. I have a Nehemiah assignment, which is to rebuild the African-American community while strengthening the black family. Nehemiah did not rebuild the wall of Jerusalem by himself. He had qualified architects, bricklayers, and engineers. Yet for 31 years, Black Chicago has refused to embrace my vision and plan. If Black America continued to ignore my vision and plan, then our racial group as a collective will be will end up becoming a permanent underclass by 2040. Many of the things we are dealing with in America is our own fault. For example, we don't have political participation at the local level as we should. Jackson, for, for example, Jackson, Mississippi is 80% black. There is no reason why black people in Jackson is not running that city. The black community is being gentrified left and right. Black Americans don't want to build anything or own anything. The murder rate in our inner cities across the United States of America is on the rise. 70% of black children can't read. We can't even get on one accord about reparations. Our ancestors fought and died for civil rights. Other groups in, in America didn't. Our people as a collective is struggling in America. Black people make up the majority of the homeless population in, in every major city in America. Don't take my word for it. Do the research. This is a this is spiritual warfare at its best. Black America, times are going to get tougher for us here in America because a majority of black people have become Americanized and care less about the black community, let alone black youth and their family. This is why I am reaching out to the global African family, starting with African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, and Afro-Brazilians in America, especially in the surrounding Chicago land area, to help turn my vision and plan into a reality. Once we're able to get our film project fully funded and made, 
and the proceeds from the film start pouring in, then I can purchase property in Chicago, buy office equipment, and hire qualified black middle class professionals who will make sure that our Christian business is effective and successful for years to come. In my Christian business, we will teach our members about the importance of valuing our culture, just like the Amish community, the Asian community, and the Jewish community. Family structure is important. Education is important, and practicing group economics is key to a winning culture. It is my hope that Krakow, Chicago will become a tourist attraction and help revitalize the African-American community and black businesses that's already here. Krakow, Chicago will bring revenue to the African-American community while building up our own economy. Then we can solve many of these issues in black society. We will declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality within black culture. Our members will learn how to heal collectively and stop destroying ourselves. We have access to a, a lot of resources in America. We, we just need to take care of ourselves as a collective. The Kyle Chicago will help prioritize our goals such as screening our neighborhoods and protecting our women and children. We will reach out to former gang members and people who, who were incarcerated for nonviolent crimes. This is what my creator has called me to do. Rikaio Chicago will be a multi-purpose facility functioning as a non-profit as well as a for-profit business. Rikaio Chicago will operate under seven separate functions within the organization. One, social service component. Two, spiritual component, which will be optional for secular people. Three, a political component under our for-profit business. Four, an entertainment component. Five, entrepreneur component. Six, health and wellness component. Seven, black media component. New black voices of media. In this organization, we will separate ourselves from degenerates, off-code Negroes, active gang members, pedophiles, rapists, and urban terrorists. When slavery ended, our ancestors left those plantations but the black backstabbers and mass pleasers followed behind them. The Kyle of Chicago will raise the bar in black America. We will hold mandatory orientations. Everyone will be screened and must sign our, man, our community pledge. We will also require, require our members' thumbprint so that we can keep tabs on who's doing what within the organization. Everyone must contribute something to the organization. No freeloaders. We will pull our resources together in order to create and own community health care centers, community grocery stores, and community housing. This will be a group economics in action. My vision for Africa. Once we're established in Chicago, I will lead by example. I will apply for dual citizenship in South Africa. It's my hope that African immigrants within the United States will come forth and work with me directly in forming an alliance with Africa and the people. We plan on visiting 10 African nations. They are as follows. Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Angolia, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Uganda. We will match African entrepreneurs with black entrepreneurs. African artists with black artists, so that we can do international trade among our people. We, we 
also plan on setting up local chapters in each African nation we visit. The Kai of Africa will provide a platform to unify the diaspora with continental Africans. Topics of discussion would include relocation and citizenship, how to buy property, developers can who can customize their homes, local mortgage lenders, and a list of financial options, investment strategies, and projects on the continent, networking among other Africans in the diaspora, discounts on traveling through our travel agency partners, initiatives to build Africa and provide relief for communities in need. Gakai of Africa will partner with tailors, service providers, real estate companies, banks, and construction companies starting in South Africa while helping build local businesses and improve local and international commercial trade between Africa and our brothers and sisters in the diaspora. Gakai of Africa will replicate Gakai of Chicago. Bukai of Africa will go through the proper channels with the African government to start our NGO, non-government organization. Phase one, we will attempt to create a factory and take agricultural products and convert them into food supply that could be transported from one African nation to the next and also to the African-American community in the United States of America. We are determined to work with our disadvantaged brothers and sisters in the society to improve and enhance the, the capacity for self-development, to promote Gurkai of Africa to the people of Africa, to fight against corruption, to nurture young Africans by conducting mentoring programs and various youth activities, to promote education through establishing learning center, centers, to promote health among the people living in rural and low-income urban areas by organizing for medical camps and health awareness campaigns to participate in various economic activities geared toward improving the standard of living among the people in low-income rural and urban areas. Gurkai of Africa will offer private employment and stipends to our members based on our budget and sponsorship. Phase two, we will focus on improving African infrastructure in terms of building bridges, roads, power lines, clean clean running water, agricultural technology, solar and wind energy to help our brothers with and sisters with their electoral generators in exchange for citizenship. But most of all, help improve the African economy in each African nation we will be in. The Kaya of Chicago will give African Americans opportunities beyond America. Just look at our history in America. We built Black Wall Street, but it was sabotaged. Our ancestors went through American slavery, convict leasing, Jim Crow segregation, systematic racism, police brutality, and mass incarceration. It's not my burden alone, but rather a shared burden, for I am just one black man with a vision and a plan. It takes a team to make a dream work. Gurkham is a global community of thinkers and builders. I need your help to move Gurkham from behind a computer into our 
urban communities that need our talents and skills. Finally, I wrote my book in order to generate capital slash seed money so that I can hire qualified individuals to assist me in the daily operations of my business. This is my contribution back to my community, society, and throughout the African diaspora. To learn more, just send me your email address so that I can email you everything I do online. I was taught your integrity defines who you are as a man. Keep your word, always do the right thing, and keep your hands clean. And that's what I, you know, that's what I um, live by. I don't want to keep getting bogged down with black American issues. Since black Chicago has rejected and overlooked my plan and vision for 31 years, my Christian business will be membership based and I will turn over the business once I have my management team in place and take my talent to Africa and work with Africans that want more out of life. Truth be told, black America don't want a solution. My revised book has been on Amazon for 11 years and still barely selling. Items on my virtual store is also barely selling. It takes capital to start a business. Since 2010, I have been paying out of pocket to secure the, the business title. I'm not getting pushback from white people. I'm getting pushback from black people. The white man is not stopping black people from buying my revised book, buying items from my virtual store, or stopping black people from listening to my podcast. These are choices we are making ourselves, and we have to accept that responsibility. I created a GoFundMe page last April as a, as a crowdfunding source so that everyone knows exactly where the funds will go. We will be using our GoFundMe page as an indicator of our progress. So far, out of 1,683 people on my Facebook friends list, only three people have donated to our film project, and this is why it's taken me so long to get things done. I am encouraging everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners from around the globe. Please subscribe to my YouTube page and share my page with your friends on all social media that you are on. Please leave a public comment in the comment section on my YouTube page. This will help get the ball rolling. Those who will donate to our film project through our GoFundMe page and display their names and the amount they are contributing, we will mention them in our film credits. In addition, everyone who contributes to our film project will earn cool points to our future live events at Grakaya Chicago to show our appreciation. The best thing is that we will own the property and host unlimited events as we want. We will reach out to black-owned food vendors and create and caters to give them sign for their business. We will be community-oriented. I am also encouraging everyone, everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups and all of my listeners worldwide to help get my revised book on the bestsellers list so that the world would take our cause serious. This is 100% grassroots. We are not get, getting any funding from the government or major corporation because our focus is on strengthening the black family while improving the African-American community, starting in Chicago. I'm not interested in writing and publishing more books. 
but rather producing quality black empowerment films and creating successful black businesses. I am not on my to beg for donations. I want to exchange something of value. My thing is, if I am do, going to ask for something, then I'm going to have a product or a service behind it, like my revised book or items on my virtual store. This podcast is, is an extension of the grassroots community activist movement. Over here, we promote critical thinking while discussing social issues affecting the diaspora and people on the African continent until the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago materialized. Black people in America has been marching and protesting, begging the white supremacist financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality for the past 60 years. I have a better option. Come over here and listen to what I have to say. The battle is not for America. The battle is for Africa because Africa is the future. After I finish my presentation, then I will turn the show over to our panelists who will give their commentary about the topic, either from a spiritual perspective or from their own perspective. Afterwards, then we will open up the phone lines for general Q&A through StreamYard. Today's topic of discussion, the battle for Africa. In my revised book, I discussed the scramble for Africa, also called the conquest of Africa and the rape of Africa. It was about the invasion, division, and colonization of Africa by seven European nations. They are as follows. Belgium. Great Britain, France, Germany, Italy, Portugal, Portuguese, and Spain. I found an article from Foreign Policy entitled, quote, How Africa Can Avoid Getting Scrambled, unquote. I'm not going to read the entire article. You are more than welcome to go to my Medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove to get access to the full article. Quote, at the conclusion of the Berlin Conference of 1884-85, which notoriously carved up the African continent and apportioned its territories to Europe imperial powers of the day, signatories to the act that formalized the new borders and zones of of influence highlights education and the material well-being of the native populations as justification for their historic powers grabs. Over the half century or so that followed what came to be known as the scramble for Africa, Europe did virtually nothing to further education on the continent and inflicted some of the worst atrocities of the modern era on Africans as, col- as colonies raced to extract natural resources using land seizures and forced labor and implemented minotaur- military conscription to fight and provide pack horse like logic support to Europe's wars. Most of what is recalled today about the terrible scramble are the arbitrary borders that created numerous economic crippling 
man locked territories and by turn divided members of co coherent ethnic groupings and thus together people with vast cultural differences or historic of enmities forgotten almost completely are the moral rationales that Western powers mobilized to justify their takeover and stewardship of the of an entire continent. Much has been written lately about a new scramble for Africa that is supposedly underway involving a growing list of outside powers. The list is led by China, the United States, France, and Russia, but also present are other parties that have less history of involvement with Africa, but are now being drawn in, including Brazil, Japan, Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, and other Gulf states, South Korea, Turkey, Vietnam, and others, are all, all are seeking businesses business opportunities on the continent positioned to drive most human population growth over the rest of the century or more or more insidious are aiming to counter the influence of a globe, global or regional rivalry unquote this is the difference between the first scramble for Africa that took place during the Berlin conference 1884 and this new scramble for Africa with China and Russia is the is in the mix at least China is providing infrastructure meanwhile the former colonizers brought destabilization and that's why I don't expect a lot from the US African summit the West has been behind every assassination of African leaders. I found an article from the African Report entitled, quote, How the CIA Got Pat Patrice Lamumba, quote, to, to read the full article, just go to my Medium page under Show and Prove. All it took was a $100,000 to to have Lumumba killed. China is making more progress in Africa than the West. Like I've been saying since 2010, black Americans need an African plan. The United States of America has finally adopted a, an African plan, but it's not sincere. The United States of America is trying to demonize China for setting up debt traps, yet America has a bad track record on foreign policy with Africa. The American government considered anyone working with Russia a threat. This sounds like Cold War tactics that was used during the 60s. America was against anyone who was considered communist sympathizers. They would blacklist people from their place of employment. The blacklist involved the practice of denying employment to entertainers, entertainment industry professionals believed to be or to have been communists or sympathizers, actors, screenwriters, directors, musicians, and other American entertainer, entertainment professionals were barred from work by the studio.
For more information, please read the article about the Hollywood 10 on my medium transcript under show and prove. Before the U.S. summit, before the U.S. African summit, Mackie Sell from the African Union went to Russia to discuss doing trade. The United States of America feel threatened that they are losing their influence in Africa from China and Russia. I've, I've talked about the U.S.-Africa Leader Summit a few weeks ago. According to Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, U.S. Africa Leaders Summit. It explains why the summit took place. I encourage my listeners to go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove and look for the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace website. Then click click on it and scroll down to number three. One of the things that they were discussing was the U.S. pledging billions to advance shared priorities. The most talked about outcome was the U.S. was the United States commitment of $55 billion to the African continent over the next three years. Then it goes on to say that $55 billion, including two two-way trade investment commitments, $55 billion for three years split between 49 African nations that that was represented each of those countries will receive $350 million. All American, America cares about is to counter China and Russian influence in Africa. All of these p- policies are a form of neo-colonization. It's interesting, the initiatives they're pushing through transformation with African initiatives, it's their way of competing against China. Within that three-year period, there will be over a hundred billion dollars taken out of Africa in natural resources. Africa needs more technology, and that's what we want to bring over there from the Kai of um, Chicago starting in South Africa. The scramble is still happening, but it can be stopped if Africa would embrace my vision and plan. Bear with me with some of these names, because some of these names are in in French, but um, I'll do the best I can to uh, pronounce it. Burkarina Burkarina Fasco and Mali were finally able to kick out the French military. However, places like um, D. Beautree has become a military base for China and America. Germany and Japan has military bases in various parts of Africa. Truth be told, Africans alone can't stop the scramble. They need the diaspora to be involved so that we can put pressure on our elected politician and also use the new black voices of media will help expose foreign troops in Africa. It's my hope that Africans would embrace our film project and my 
revised book. This will help get the ball rolling and benefit each African nation that we will visit. First, it will have a direct connection to Kakai of Chicago once we set up a local chapter. It would also help improve the African tourist industry because we would do international trade among our people and our members. It would also help benefit the African-American community because more African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, and Afro-Brazilians would be willing to patronize our businesses and attend our live events more frequently. Africa needs to get rid of their foreign debt by pushing for reparation for colonization from Pacific European nations. That's wrong. That wronged them. Instead of keeping borrowing money from the IMF, inter the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank. Another tool Africa could use to curb the scramble is by enforcing in internal policy on those multinational corporations. If if they want to continue doing business in Africa, they would have to adhere to Gurkai of Africa, which would be local policies in favor of local Africans. Most African nations are not well organized. I believe that African nations should redraw their borders and agree what's in the interest of their neighbors. They could make certain amendments like give out visas which dismantle the borders the same way that the e the EU, which is European Union dismantle the borders for the EU members. Then Africans can move back and forth and trade without dealing with borders. In Europe, they call it um, shangling agreement. If Africans want to get out of this mess they are facing, then support our film project and purchase my ebook on Amazon until I'm able to generate enough capital to get Gurkhaya Chicago up and running. Then I can be in a better position financially to bring the best of the diaspora to Africa, starting in South Africa. Notice, we're the only group in the world who don't work together. Gurkhaya of Chicago will take the lead in connecting like-minded black Americans, African immigrants, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Brazilians, and continental Africans in the United States and eventually around the globe. We have the potential right now to make this a reality. Descendants of American slaves can play a role in Africa. If Africa support our reparations, meaning put economic pressure on those mega, mega American corporations on the continent. Once we get our reparations, then Africa and the Caribbeans can get theirs. How, how can West Africa claim to be independent when many of them are still using francophone currency by the former colonizers? The Ghanaian government tried to bring the echo currency, but Ariva tried to prevent it. If we do not work together as black people and African people, then we won't get anywhere. And this same mess will be passed down to the next generation. Foreign debt is a form of co colonization because it keeps Africa 
from concentrating on improving their infrastructure and their military. The scramble for Africa continues through those multinational corporations in Africa who are digging up all the resources they can with the approval of the African governments. For example, organizations like Glencoe or Anglo-American, if, um, if Africa wants to stop scramble, then Africa needs to clamp down on those multinational corporations in their countries. Another way the scramble continue is when a foreign nation imposes their own economy or currency on an African nation. The value of African currency compared to the dollar or the pound is very low, which favored the West. The resource gain that the white supremacist financial elites play with Africans, they will never pay fair for the, or give us market rate for our resources. For example, Ghana has gold. Uh, the, the price of gold is not determined by the market. It's determined by the elite in London. In the commodities game, Africans will lose every time because the Europeans only care about getting resources to sustain their economy, not the African economy. We need to learn about what the Japanese did to help uproot a majority of their people out of poverty. We need to use the same model for Africa, black America, and throughout the diaspora. Gukam, biggest dilemma, how can we get African Americans and African immigrants in America to create our own internal commerce and build our own industries? We have always taken our resources and given it to the world market. We need to generate resources among ourselves and build it. Africa is, once again, talking to people who have a track record of harming us. We have a moral responsibility to help the next generation. That's why I've been trying to, that's what I've been trying to do for the past 31 years. Listen to me, African family. We, if we lose the continent, then we lose everything. My purpose is to get this film project fully funded and made. It's my hope that my story would cause a spark that would reach the black masses. If we could just understand our worth as Africans, then a majority of our problems would be solved. The white supremacist financial elites have plans for our people and our continent. They're stronger than us because they have created the EU, the European Union, and NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. They don't have any African nations in the EU or in NATO. They control all of the resources and have access to a strong military. They make bribes and, econ and economically they control things. The format for colonization has changed. It's not like back in the day where the financial elites invade an African nation with soldiers. Now they are doing it subtly. They are coming in as investors. Before Africa realized it, they're once again recolonized and ruled by a military dictatorship that's pro-West. I've been trying to build a positive black organization for our black youth and do something positive on the African continent, yet I'm still on first base. This is why they call us the N-word, because we are so divided. 
we're not in a position to fight against white supremacy at this time. Over here, our focus is on healing from the Willie Lynch mentality and for my continental Africans to heal from the colonized mindset. If you read what Dr. Kwame said in his book, Neo-Colonialism and the Hidden Government, then you would understand the reason why Africa have all these issues it's because Africa continues to use the same system that was imposed on us. That is capitalism. This is a foreign system of for colonization. This system was put in place by the Europeans to steal our natural resources. Nothing is going to change if we don't counter that system. Nothing is going to change if we don't change our mindset. The solution we have to build Rakaio Chicago. Wakanda is fiction. Rakaio Chicago is real. Rakaio Chicago will be trans transparent and we will promote social justice for local residents. We have to change that negative environment in the low-income African-American community, first and foremost. It's my hope that in Africa, the diaspora and continental Africans will work together to help improve African slums and the urban communities rather than have those multinational corporations do it because they're only doing it for, like I say, selfish reasons and for their benefit. We we host our virtual conference every last Saturday of the month until we are able to raise $200,000 in order for me to hire a professional production company who will who will assist us in creating a movie trailer and movie poster for our film project, quote, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. We will seek an additional 300000 in order for us to make a quality black empowerment film. I will hire an, an assist, assistant director and an assistant producer along with a film crew. In addition, I plan on hiring a information technologist to create a streaming service where we can show all of our future films there. Um, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to turn the show over to our um, panelists for them to give their uh, feedback about um, the topic, Battle for Africa. And once they're done saying their uh, piece, then we're going to open up um, the discussion for Q&A for everyone that's uh, want to come on this show. And the way you will be able to come on the show is I'm going to send you a link uh, through StreamYard. It's going to be in the chat. And you click on there and you can come on the show. All right? Doing this until I'm able to raise the funds. So, because I don't want to just, you know, just, I'm not doing this just to be doing something, just to be doing something. Um, it takes capital to start a business. But in order for us to start a business, I want us to do this film project first and foremost. So that way we can move from behind the computer. With that being said, I'm opening up the phone lines for my um, panelists. 